Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, welcome to another episode of What's New in History. The future's a mystery, but what's new in history? And I am Bernie Mayapolsky, podcasting from Scranton, Pennsylvania, with my favorite co-host, Dan Horning, who is in Stockholm, Sweden. Hello, Dan. Hello, Bernie. Today, we I found an article called Ancient DNA Recovered from Pendant Shows Who Owned It 20,000 Years Ago. Which is, we're going into the Wayback Machine today and what's new in history again. And um, so let me give you a little story about what this is. I'll tell you, Dan. You know, we've been talking more about how they're using DNA to extract DNA from people and their bones and the smallest things we could find out about them. But more recently, they're able to find DNA just like from the soil in the caves that were inhabited by prehistoric humans and even just, you know, hominins that weren't homo sapiens yet. And they've led to a lot of, you know, major discoveries. And there's um, this new method, which was published into the Journal of Nature, which is a very prestigious journal, and was led by a team of researchers from the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Germany. And what they did, this team, they extracted DNA from a pendant which was excavated in the Denisovia cave. That's the cave where they found the Denisovians. And this is in the Altai Mountains in Siberia. What they did was they submerged this little um, pendant in a chemical solution and they by, and gradually increased the temperature. And then they were able to tease out strands of genetic material. And when they sequenced them they found out some information about this um, pendant, which I'm going to tell you. And it, it, it didn't damage the pendant at all. That's right. That's what he says. Basically, he says, quote, the fact that it is a non-destructive method is key here because we don't want to destroy these objects as there is so much more information in them, says Essel, a 
molecular biologist who was the first author on the Nature paper. So we have a, like, this is great. I love this multidisciplinary. We have a molecular biologist. We have DNA people. We have archaeologists, historians. And, wow. um, yeah, so this doesn't destroy the stuff. Because who knows in 100 years what we're going to find out how to do with things. They'll be like, oh, my God, you were... Look, we just did a, I just, you know, we just posted the episode on the Dead Sea Scrolls, if you see it. And when these guys were first trying to piece them together, they were piecing them together with tape. Tape. And now they found out that they have some of them in the wrong places. These are 2,000-year-old pieces of papyrus and vellum, and they're <laughs> untaped <Who> them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my God is right. So... The uh, analysis from the pendant from this cave, it returned, the DNA came back that the, that the pendant itself is a tooth of an elk. So you can see what, uh, when I post in the show notes, you see it's, a, it's like a tooth, a deer tooth or an elk tooth, and has a hole drilled in it. And the other thing that they found out, that it was an, came from an elk, but it also was um, the worn by a female. Because it was worn on her, they could... They could tell from the DNA that was on the, I think that's amazing, you know, the DNA that was on the pendant, the tooth, so the tooth was from an elk, and then the DNA that rubbed off from wearing it was from a female, and they, um, they're dated to 19,000 to 25,000 years ago, and that is not from carbon dating, that is they use, um, they call the molecular clock, which is based on the rate that we know that DNA mutates. So they don't have to, you know, radiocarbon dating is more destructive. Wow. And this is also a homo sapiens sapiens woman, of course, as this yes. is 19,000, 25,000 years ago and not uh, Denisovan, which you would assume in the Denisova cave. Right. Apparently this cave has been occupied by some kind of humans for hundreds of thousands of years, a very long time. Well, at least about 100,000 years because... This cave is very interesting. Well, actually, it says that it was it was inhabited by different hominids for over two hundred fifty thousand years. So it's a treasure trove. It's a great cave. Amazing cave. Best cave <laughs> around. Um, what's that? Best cave around. It is. It kind of looks like a Fred Flintstone cave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. The show. <laughs> Luxury property for cavemen. <laughs> exactly. We are cavemen, um, we want a cave. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it looks, if you see the picture, yeah, it looks like it's pretty safe from, you know, if you were in there, you keep yourself safe from animals and people. It's on the side of a hill. But this is what's interesting about this cave is this is where um, we never heard of Denisovians. So it was in 2010 that they found that the Denisovian DNA was found in there. And then when I want to talk, this is not as new, but it's maybe... Not everybody's heard of it because this is amazing. They also found in this cave an actual Neanderthal Denisovian hybrid, I guess you could say. Yeah. Is like her the mother one her one of her parents was a um, her mother was a Neanderthal and her father was a Denisovian. Like she's fifty fifty. It's from a tiny little piece of a bone. They don't even know if the bone is from. An arm or a leg. It's just a tiny little bone. But she's the, by sequencing the DNA, we know that she is like ground zero of Neanderthals and Denisovians mating. Wow. 
right? <laughs> we still don't know too much about the Nisoans, but they're also found in Tibet of all places. Yeah. And some other places in uh, East Asia. Yeah, mostly out in Asia. Yeah. The, the final, one of the things about it is like, one of the um, authors says, it's an amazing application for all those cases where we don't know who made what. So you could say, like, you know, what kind of DNA is on something, where it's from. I mean, just by checking the DNA. We, we talked about it in their Dead Sea episode that they could, Dead Sea Scrolls, where they can use DNA now to see where the paper was made or the vellum, you know, and what kind of animal it is. Is it lamb skin? Is it, is it cow? That kind of thing. And if there was lambs and where it, where it came from. So um, by using this, the point of this article is that by using DNA, we can not only study the people, but we could study their artifacts. And what they say is, though, too, there were some other things that were like found in that cave that were kind of ruined that they can't test the DNA on because they were, you know, handled and they may have the, you know, the person's DNA. So now, when archaeologists do digs and stuff, they have to be like a crime scene. They have to literally wear gloves, take everything immediately, wrap it up in plastic, just like a crime scene. That, that makes sense. Yeah. The more the more careful we can be with archaeology, the better. Yeah, for sure. Dan Hor- Dan um, Carlin said something interesting about the alien situation. <laughs> I know he's hard there. If we do have aliens, he's the first thing to ask them is like a whole bunch of historical questions. Like, have you been around for a while? Do you have any footage? <laughs> <laughs> so, barring that, this kind of stuff is is, is very helpful. Yeah, we could get photos of T Rex. Oh, even that, even go that far back. I was watching a show recently, and it's, you know, I've heard, have you heard of the Saurian hypothesis? How do you spell it? Saurian, S-A-U-R-I-N, like, it's like, it comes from a Doctor Who episode where there's like, where like some alien race was actually descended from the dinosaurs. But so it's actually (laughs) become like a serious thing where they say, well, we really have no way of knowing if the dinosaurs were sentient or not. Like, we assume that they weren't, but we really have no way of knowing. There there wouldn't be any artifacts left after 200 million years. They mean, literally, the dinosaurs are mostly oil. 65 million years. 65 million, sure. Yeah. Maybe those <laughs> ones were the last ones. But uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they may have, you know... They, who knows? <laughs> anyway, that's way off the topic of the DNA. But I will post it in the show notes. I'll post the article. I'll post the both articles about the teenage uh, hybrid, and I'll post that's a little older, and the article about the DNA. I'll go off topic, topic for a little bit here at the end, too. Oh, good. They recently did. Maybe we should do an episode on this, but they recently found a fossil of the human ancestor who was around when the dinosaurs died on the day the Yucatan asteroid hit the earth what uh, what we looked like our really? direct ancestor what is it? it's uh, sort of a weird little mammal kind of like a cross between a squirrel and a rat oh wow and it's sort of the size of a rat and it's like that stone looks bad I'll hide underground and survive <laughs> Yeah, for that rat. That's why we're all here talking about it. Yes. That's definitely the Wayback Machine. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm actually doing. We, we are launching the Swedish podcast uh, soon called uh, okay. Nublida Historia. Uh, like now it's time for history in Swedish. Okay. And uh, we, we are doing a wide uh, variety of topics. So we'll jump around and not do a chronological narrative like we do here. Okay. So one of the first episodes is the Swedish uh, prime minister candidate uh, stealing a piece of chocolate in the 90s. It's called the Toblerone Affair in Swedish politics. <laughs> <laughs> and and one, another episode is the day the dinosaurs died. Wow, you are spacing it out. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was my uh, tangent. All right, that's a good plug too. That's a good. Um, if I spoke Swedish, I would listen to your podcast. But as I know, we have a good amount of Swedish listeners here. Make yeah. sure you keep an eye out for Dan's new podcast in Swedish on there, history. There might appear episodes about um, Hanno the Navigator and uh, Buddha in right. the Swedish history podcast as well. I think you're allowed to do that because you're going to have a lot of new listeners. I think it's great. I hope so. Okay, until next time. Speak to you later. Until next time. Speak to you later and tell your friends about what's new in history. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.